Welcome to It's About Him Ministries with Denise Robinson. It is my desire that you would be encouraged and inspired by this broadcast and that you would trust Jesus no matter what and believe him for the impossible. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about him, Jesus. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you for listening to this broadcast. I trust it is a blessing to you. If God is leading you to support this ministry, you may send your donations by PayPal or Venmo, along with your comments, prayer requests, and testimonies to It's About Him Ministries at gmail.com. And follow me on Twitter at it's about underscore Jesus. I thank you in advance for your gift because every gift is appreciated regardless of the amount. Last week, I shared how money matters to God. I plan to discuss a few reasons why money is important to God by looking at the following subjects. Number one, tithes and offering. Number two, wealth transfer. Number three, kingdom business. Money is a current medium of exchange in the form of coins and bills used as a way to pay for goods and services and to pay people for their work. Also, it is a legal tender for repayment of debt, a standard of value, and a unit of accounting measure. Money is not wicked, sinful, evil, or bad. 1 Timothy 6.10, part A, in the King James Version, it says, for the love of money is the root of all evil. So the love of money is evil, not money within itself. Money matters to God. According to Google, the Bible offers 500 verses on prayer, fewer than 500 verses on faith, and more than 2,000 verses on money. In fact, 15% of everything Jesus ever taught was on the topic of money and possessions, more than his teachings on heaven and hell combined. So let's look at tithes and offering. The first account of tithing is in the book of Genesis with Abraham. Abraham gave a tenth of all of his spoils from the war to Melchizedek. He was a priest. This was years before tithes was mentioned in the Bible of Exodus or Numbers, when the priests received tithes for their service in the tabernacle from the children of Israel. Abraham was not obligated to tithe under the law of Moses, but rather he chose to tithe unto God. It would have been easy for a wealthy man like Abraham to keep all of his substance, but Abraham chose to tithe. This illustrated that Abraham knew where his wealth came from and who deserved the honor for it. Now let's look at Malachi 3 uh, verses 8 through 10. And it says, will a man rob God? Yet ye have robbed me. But you say, wherein have we robbed thee? and tithes and offerings. You are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse, 
that there may be meat in my house and prove me now herewith, said the Lord of hosts. If I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there should not be room enough to receive it. So to paraphrase, God is saying, you are robbing me by not bringing your tithes and offering to the church. When you do this, you are cursed. So bring all of your tithes, the 10th, and he will open up heaven and pour you out a great blessing that you will not be able to receive. And later on in those verses, verses 12, it goes on to say that he will rebuke the devourer for you and I. Hallelujah. So in essence, take care of God's house and he will take care of your house. The tithes belong to God and not to us. Hallelujah. So he will take care of our house if we take care of his house. So money matters to God. Many of us work extremely long hours per week to earn this money. In some cases, we have allowed our occupations to define who we are as we labor for this money. We sweat and toil for this money while being away from our families for extended periods of time to obtain it. Our lives are centered around our jobs because we are so dependent on this money. We hope and anticipate that this money will provide for us a livelihood and give us a sense of happiness in the process. So many hours of our lives are consumed by earning and working for money. So therefore, it shows how money plays a major role in our lives. And God is aware of this. But God does not want us to serve money, but rather to have money to serve us. God is a jealous God. He does not want money to be our God. God knows money plays a large role in our lives. He does not want money to come before him or to become our God. God realizes that this money represents a part of us and that we are willing to give it up. When we are willing to give it up by the way of paying tithes, then it doesn't have us. In Matthew 6, 21 in the Amplified, it says, for where your treasure is, there your heart, your wishes, your desires that on which you, your life with sinners will be also. So in essence, where our treasure is, that's where our heart is. So he only asks us to give a tenth, a tithe. And so when we trust him by giving our tithes, he blesses us and takes care of all of our needs. So if we are able to trust God with our substance, then we are able to trust God with everything, including our lives. And this is why money matters to God. Our money matters to God. But you know what? We matter more than money. Hallelujah to God. So when we can trust God with our money, then he can entrust us with more of the valuable things in life, along with even more money. Now let's look at wealth transfer. Jesus was not poor and does not want his children to be poor. Now I will talk about this and why money matters to God more in the upcoming weeks. Hopefully you will get a better perspective of this if you don't already. But let's look at 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9. And it says, For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you through his poverty might become rich. 
Proverbs 22 and two says the rich and the poor have this in common. The Lord is the maker of them all. Let's look at Proverbs 10, 22. It says the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and he adds no sorrow with it. And we can go on. Let's look at third John two. It reads beloved. I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prosper. Now let's look at Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy eight verses 18. It reads, and you shall remember the Lord, your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth that he may establish his covenant, which he swore to your fathers as it is this day. We're going to read another one. Proverbs 13 verses 20 through 22. It says, he who walks with wise men will be wise, but the companion of fools will be destroyed. Evil pursues sinners, but the righteous good shall be repaid. A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, but the wealth of the sinner is stored up for the righteous. So God wants his children to leave a financial legacy for their grandchildren. God wants the wealth of his children to be generational. It is important for the wealth to transfer from the sinners to the righteous. So the will of God will be fulfilled on earth. That's why money matters to God. Now let's look at kingdom business. I know I'm moving kind of swiftly here, but in the upcoming weeks, I'll talk more about it. It takes money to promote the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world, whether it is by radio, television, or satellite. In order to radically reduce or eliminate hunger, poverty, crime, sex trafficking, illicit drugs, Satanism, perversion, atheism, it is going to require money. This money is more than just for personal gain. It is to be used for the kingdom of God. It is to bring Jesus to a hurting world, to bring the gospel or the good news of Jesus to the schools, hospitals, prisons, marketplace, nursing homes, mental institutions, the streets, government, entertainment and sports industries, money matters to God. He wants us to prosper and to trust him with all of our being, with our first fruits, which is our tithes, that 10% of all of our belongings. Remember, we live off of the 90% and give God his 10%. Praise God. Some of us think that we should live off the whole 100%. And when that happens, guess what? We have holes in our pocket because the money is not ours. It belongs to God. So we must make sure we keep things first that needs to be first, and that's to take care of God. And by doing this, he knows that we trust him. Praise God, because he see that We're sweating and tolling all week long for this money. And so therefore he wants us to give back 
our livelihood, those things that we sweat and toil. He want only 10%, only 10, a dollar off of $10. Just a cent. I mean, I'm telling you, it's so easy. Some of us is losing it by 10%. So remember, give what belongs to God. And you know what blessed me? I think about um, the government, you know, for taxes. If you're working right off the top, the government gets his. So let's be mindful and give God what's rightfully his. You know, some people say, do I tithe off of the net, the gross? We're going to talk about that in the upcoming weeks. But give God what belongs to him. Praise God. And this, when we take care of God's house, he will take care of our house. He wants us to leave an inheritance to our great grandchildren. Praise God. He wants us well, to our grandchildren. I said great grandchildren, but to our grandchildren and even further on, but in, at least to our grandchildren and to teach our children to be good stewards of money so that they know that money has a kingdom mission to make Jesus known throughout all humanity, through all the entire world and to give deliverance to a hurting world. Praise God. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, help us to understand the purpose of money and why it is important to you. Help us to keep it in its proper perspective. You alone are our God and money is not our Lord. Help us to tithe on the tenth of all of our substances and to take care of your house. And by doing this, you will take care of our house. Help us to see that everything belongs to you and that money has a mission for advancing your kingdom. Help us to trust you with our lives and with our money. Actually, your money. Hallelujah. In your holy son, Jesus name. Amen. Remember, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about him. Jesus. I trust you were blessed by this broadcast. I would like to hear from you. You can send your praise report or your prayer request to It's About Him Ministries at gmail.com. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. If you would like to partner with this ministry, you can send your contributions to It's About Him Ministries at gmail.com by way of PayPal, Venmo, or Cash App. Remember, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about him, Jesus. We've been coming to look at you, but it's about Jesus. It's about Jesus.